Welcome to the season two finale of Love on the Brain. We've made it. We've had it all this season, I would say. We had drama, heartache, heartbreak, <sighs> love, a lot of heavy petting, as they say, and even an engagement now. What Jane. do you mean heavy? Oh, like, <laughs> heavy petting is, that is sex? Just, no, but it's like uh, as close to sex as you can get without any kind of yeah. nefarious, really sure. uh, intense stuff. So every, th- every time Katie kisses someone, I would consider oh, that a that, heavy petting it pretty was much. heavy, that's for sure. I think it's an old time phrase. Another one that we have to look up. But for now, we'll focus on this. Katie is engaged to Blake. I'm assuming most people that watch this listen to this know that uh, they watch it before they <laughs> listen. So there's no spoiler there. There was an engagement. Yeah. Surprisingly, I, mean, I really didn't think. It doesn't really add up 100%, no. but how could it in this uh, world? Does it ever? Yeah, I know. It doesn't really ever. <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, they're the best match. Yeah, I, th- so, I think they'll be great. You know, it's like a math equation. I used to get in trouble because I wouldn't show my work in math, but oh, I would always yeah. get the answer right, and yeah. I would get so upset about that. Yeah, that's, that's not how of, your brain works. That's kind of what happened here. The work might have not been super <laughs> great, but the answer ended <laughs> Look up at being the result. good. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, before, before we get into that, though... Um, I will do our little opening segment, and it's pretty wonky getting there. So let's start. Let's talk about engagements. Uh, Jamie, as a little white privileged girl growing up in small town New Jersey, <laughs> did you fall into the classic trope of dreaming of your proposal ever as a young woman, young girl? Yeah, absolutely. I would watch chick flicks constantly. <laughs> it was less about like a proposal, like getting married, than it was like a profession of love. Yeah. From somebody. But you didn't know, like, what kind of um, proposal you wanted or anything as a, as a young girl? No, I didn't like, think about that until like a... recently, honestly. Interesting. I would say, as a young man, I definitely thought about my proposal. Oh, okay. And growing up, it would be more like parades and saying just like this big, big, extreme... Marching uh, band. Grand, yeah, marching band, just this grand gesture of love. And like I, a Ferris Bueller an type. An unforgettable, dramatic moment, I guess, is probably more about me than, than the engagement. But now, I'm not like that at all. It's not... It, it, it would probably, if you know, if I do end up proposing, it would be more intimate and special and uh, small way those big proposals freak me out a little bit i do enjoy yeah. watching proposal fails on google those are nice when people say no when people say no in public <gasps> those are always making me feel good well i oh you know what Kyle? <laughs> i used to watch this one video on youtube of this guy is at disney world i think with his girlfriend and plans a flash mob when that was a big deal to um, marry you by Bruno Mars and he hops in at the end and then proposes and everyone's around and crying and I would watch that at least once a month when it first came out because okay. I thought it was really sweet. But, would I want that to happen yes. to me? No. You wouldn't want a big... No. Yeah, yeah. You don't seem no. like that kind of person either. Like a- I'd want it to be thought out and thoughtful to a certain extent. Um, but I would like a surprise. I think as a kid, we'd be at like a Yankees game and it would happen. I'd be like, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> because that's just, really oh, good. That's just all I wanted was the Yankees I, and the girls. I like that because, well, that will fulfill your, maybe she's in a Jersey thing and yes. then you get your little photos. Correct. She's totally. In a Jersey, totally. Jersey to that's have her forever. That's something. But then you also have, I do like that because that's the crowd. Yeah. Everyone around you, if you say yes, is going to be so excited. And then it makes the, if your team's winning too, which... It would be it would suck if your team was losing, but yeah. your team's winning too. The hype factor. It might even be fine if they're losing. At that that point, actually you're sounds so... incredible. <laughs> but, but I don't think Max would ever propose in a Yankees game, given no. he's a Red Sox fan. 
totally totally fever pitch yeah so and here that's the other thing we brought up is like um if the, if you said yes then it would be great but the other thing is sometimes you could say no and i don't know where you stand most people will say you need to be a hundred percent sure that she's going to say yes or he's going to say yes yeah. that's if, if no is on the table you shouldn't be asking a lot of people would say mm-hmm. but everyone is different and sometimes it's hard to be a hundred percent on anything I, I a lot of people I know it's um our friends are and people our age are, are in the firm in the crux of that time of our life where it happens and yeah. I've had several close friends get engaged recently and you've had a, a couple of friends as well. Um, it's weird to me because a lot of times it seems like it's not a hundred percent, but a lot of people will say, "Oh, I'm a hundred percent sure," because they're almost trying to convince them, themselves. convince themselves. I don't know. There's a lot of discussion, but I have close Can friends. Can you ever who are, really that's be what 100% I'm saying. sure? I think that's where I stand. If I'm, and I'm, you know me, I'm more of like the realist. It's okay to be, to have, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be 100%. No, you could be sure enough. Just yeah, like sure. the whole good enough parenting theory. Yeah, sure enough relationship. If you're really honest with yourself, I mean, is there anyone who's 100% perfect for each other? No. Maybe, yeah, there might be one or two out there, but most people, I think, if, when they are saying they're 100% sure, are like convincing themselves yeah. at times. <laughs> I, I think that's true. But you don't want to do it somewhere public if there's a chance of saying no, right? Because then you're putting pressure on the Well, maybe that's why the they woman, do, right, do it in public. Right, which is a terrible thing to do, right? Well, Manipulation is in the air right now, given Greg. <laughs> given humanity, I'd given say humanity, overall. and yeah, that's true. A lot more people are manipulative than they think they are. But yeah, I think putting it in public does put a certain amount of pressure. I'm thinking about a Gilmore Girls episode where <laughs> uh, Rory was asked by Logan at her graduation party, and she had to like take him away because she wasn't sure right. from the party, and he was yeah. embarrassed and all that. And it was like, well, if you're not sure in the moment, you're probably a no. Yeah, unless you're that kind of person who's like a nervous person and it, it, in the moment it could get to you. I don't Ugh. know. It depends. Yeah, no, for the way I am, I wouldn't propose unless I'm, I was 100% sure. And I would have to be pretty fucking sure that the girl is going to say like, like like 99, if not if not 100, I yeah. think, where I am now in life. Because you have to talk about those things, right? You can't, if you never talk about getting married or having kids and then it all of a sudden it comes up, it's like a lot of people do that early in stages of relationships. Another thing I noticed was whether it be friends from home or sometimes with you it's like these people talk about their weddings and they're not engaged like it definitely yeah, you seems don't like that. I, it's not that i don't like it it's just very, it's uh i don't think i would do it like, putting the, the cart before the horse yes yes i would i would probably do Is it like it says? <laughs> for sure i would put it do it like maybe more it's just again i'm not judging in any kind of negative way it's just observing it's observing more than i'm not saying it's bad or you're good you're just noticing that's happening it makes me nervous if anything <laughs> it's like why well, well it's because it's a, you're set into this thing that's that's kind of deep but you're not like technically there has this hasn't happened yet you haven't been engaged and so it's this weird thing you're almost well, talking it into existence and yeah you have to talk about it with your partner so you know that you're both ready and stuff but i also think part of it is like And maybe I I do this a lot with certain things, especially in decorating this new apartment that we have. It's like gauging like how on the same page are we about this? And like, is this going to be a problem or is it going to be easy? Yeah. Or what do you envision? Because I think it tells a lot about a partner, a relationship, like if they want to be involved or not. Like I've thought about it way more you know, growing up what I want it to look like and it's evolved and all that. That's something rather than the proposal. I've definitely thought about my wedding and dress and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. more than we've talked about that on the show. Yeah. Growing up. And so, and Max hasn't. And so oftentimes he'll be like, you know, I really want to be like 50, 50 involved in this. This isn't going to be one of those things where like the wife or the 
girlfriend takes it all over and I just am like, oh, whatever, and yeah. show up. He's like, I need to be involved. I'm like, okay, good to know. Isn't that, that's what you would want. And when you're, and when you're at someone else's wedding and you're in a serious relationship that's headed that way, it's really hard not to be like, I liked that. I didn't like that. I like that. It's like a way to connect with your partner. Right. We've somehow ventured into weddings, (laughs) but I'm talking about mostly just the engagement and and surrounding it and acting like you're uh, already engaged when not really. Again, it's very playful and it's it's just kind of loosey goosey. I know. Well, it's also like when you're committed to a certain extent that like the next step probably is engagement. Like it's almost like, okay, we're just waiting for that to happen. Right. So it's basic. It's just like a different, you know, a, the symbol of the ring and whatever. But the only thing that's different, I don't know. You know what I mean? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's not where I just had. I had a room dumper today in terms of a play therapy a session. Room and oh, he um he killed me. I died, and as soon as I woke up, he like looked at me and took all the baskets of all the toys and dumped the whole room was covered when you were dead right when i woke up nice oh okay so he was like he's like wake up time to room dump and just like dumped the room i was actually on it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) i love when kids do that it feels really good to me it's like fuck all this yeah anyway but yeah no i mean uh as far as just the other another weird thought that's come to me through engagements and uh the general observations i have over society especially our age group is that there is this thing that's kind of um it's almost like the i think i was a little stoned when i was thinking about it a couple years ago marriage is like uh, for for a lot of people it's it's almost timing like you date this person in high school it's pretty good relationship feelings but neither no one's ready to get in a relationship something happens you go to college you meet someone else and that in your early 20s, since maybe a lot of times with the people we grew up with, very privileged kind of society kind of life is kind of comfortable to where we go to school. We're told what to do. And yeah. it's kind of easy. You kind of don't really have to make many decisions for yourself. Go to college. Still kind of, you kind of start to have to make decisions for yourself and take control over your brain and whatnot. But then I think people, like they'll get out of college and then be like, okay, this is who I'm dating right now. The next step is engagement. Mm. Not because they're absolutely ready for or they're in, in a really good match with this person but it's kind of felt flimsy to me where it's like okay it's like it could have been someone years ago or years in the future but just because the, the relationship light like escalator i think it's called in psychology sure, yep, it's like yep. okay now now what now okay i'm with this girl i'm getting a salary i have a salary job yeah. i'm kind of college what's next career, like i i feel i feel uncomfortable yeah. i'm out of I, i'm out of college i kind of purposeless i have the salary job that's i don't love but i am making money this is fine let me i think i should get married i think that's the next thing that i do and i've seen that a lot i believe less maybe with our generation but i think that's happened a lot over society and that's why you see a lot of divorce and i don't think there's a lot of um i just think in relationships in general a lot of it's uh based out of fear of being alone or being or like this expectation like that's what you do you, if you're with someone for some exactly. time, that's you just kind about. of, right, yeah. we get married and that's what we do rather than like knowing if that's really what you want or taking your time, yeah. you know? I, and and um, it works out tons of times. There's, I'm sure that's fine. There's no, there's no doubt about it. But to me, I just, sometimes I, I see, I see it as a root of, out of fear of being alone. Well, there's or, so many different things. Like I had a, I had a friend who they decided to get married because the bride's dad or the girl's dad said, I won't pay for a wedding if you live together before you're married because right. they were very religious. Yeah. 
And so they're like, okay, well, let's get married because we want to live together. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like they're, they seem great together and right. they have a child and it's, I think totally it's work. fine. But it's also like, there's all, all these different things that can, it's less about what does the engagement mean yeah. and the commitment and are we ready? And I, was I don't even, know. I can't judge but well no no you just said observations it's a different thing judgment it's so important i really think because judging someone to me at least i don't know if this is the real definition the one in my head is you're thinking like you're putting this person down you're okay, ta- you're I'm saying judging, if it's good or bad yes. rather than saying i'm noticing observing it from a psychological thing, thing which is uh, it takes a little bit of Correct. brain power to get there That's gymnastics to get there but therapist. i think it's I think it's Task. a it's important thing. I think we do it on the Bachelor. I don't I don't wish any bad upon anybody in this franchise. It's just I all want the best for all of them, but I'm still going to have observations because I'm obsessed with psychology and I'm yeah. obsessed with what people watch. Absolutely. I would like be the first to call myself out all the time. Yeah. Constantly like calling Definitely. myself out. And I think that's a big thing. Well, so I'm not calling anyone out directly. I have a question for you on engagement. Mm-hmm. So I've observed <laughs> a group of close girlfriends that I went to call or high school with all got engaged around the same time. Yeah. Like almost everybody in their Mm -hmm. friend group got engaged at a close amount of time. Do you feel that way with your friends that it kind of all seemed to happen? Like if somebody in your friend group is in a relationship, gets engaged, maybe that like in, I don't know, jumpstart someone else and then it just becomes like the thing yeah uh in my in my friendships absolutely not no 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 way but i definitely know what you're saying that could definitely be a thing whether it's in in families maybe a sisters or cousins or whatever (laughs) it could be friends but i think that could be something with my friends definitely not i don't i think that's more of a um uh, at risk of saying this about anything you get in trouble but female more than a male thing like if a, if a guy gets engaged and then maybe there could be there could be another it feels more guys. yeah not to not, not to generalize but to generalize observing but not it does judging. feel more like a, fem, a female yeah because i think that's more important too and there's the old trope that like a guy's like oh what are you doing throwing your life down the toilet you're getting engaged Stop! it's like a, it's an old thing and there is that i mean there's uh, an element of that where biologically it's a little shit. less comfortable there's nothing i honestly dislike more than that attitude yeah and listen, I don't blame so a bunch of people. It's getting locked up for the rest of your life, male or female. That's scary. Can't tell me that's not scary. It's. I think it's the aloofness of like, oh, that's just happening. And like, I'm right. not a creator of my own that destiny. Yeah. I, that's the that attitude well. that I'm like, mm. Totally. Okay. What do you think about timing? Like how long between getting engaged and getting married yeah. would you like? The, um. I mean, it's so different. Every relationship Fast would be different. Long engagement. I think medium. for me, I'd rather I'd have uh, like two years, like a, like a good one to two in between one and two is, is the first thing that's coming that to my mind. Good. Well, my thing is like, I, you know, I talk about in this show too. I really, really want children and I value a yeah. good relationship so children can have a good life. And, but what that's, what you're doing is you're, you are completely sacrificing your own life. So, so to and be able to in, in like really uh, embrace in. and yeah. soak it in and enjoy your engagement, enjoy yeah. and your, be your, your coupling and your, and totally. just the relationship before kids come on. So that's what I could, when that. you asked me that my first instinct to would be uh, just because I want to wait until I have children. I think that'll make you a better parent too. Cause you're, like you said, you are, it's a, <laughs> it really changes the game when yeah. you are no longer become just a twosome and are now like a threesome or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal. So really taking that time to connect and take that next step in your relationship, which yes, I said earlier, it's just a ring or what's the difference, but 
it's a whole nother level of commitment and trying to see what that's about. I also think sometimes people could get engaged and then realize, uh, I actually don't think this is the right fit. That needs to be normalized yeah. more too. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah. That's a whole thing on the oh, freaking bachelor and bachelor. I only want to do this once. Like I only want one proposal. Yeah. I get it. It's a really intense moment. It's like a milestone. You don't want to have to get engaged more than once, but yes, you know, Everything in moderation. (laughs) Oh, that's what I want to say. I read a story recently about it's off the cuff. That's why I I read a story. I read a story recently about how um, it was maybe 20 years ago that this uh, woman got pregnant and, and by her friend and it was a drunken night or whatever. And for fear of social judgment, they got engaged. And I think that is super common from like our parents' yeah. age and, and way more even common going back. Can't have and a baby that, out of wedlock. That freaks me out like crazy. That's you brought up something similar that rejects. I've always intuitively I've intuitively felt like I'm my kid is gonna be at my wedding. <laughs> I've intuitively intuitively felt that, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Like that feels like a true If there's just nothing wrong me. with it. What's the difference? I it, have it shouldn't no problem with that i feel like our society i don't know if it's just who i am and who like we are and who i surround myself with but we're going more and more out of not caring about social judgment what would you think about that if i had a kid before i got married i all i want enough you or niece so bad i don't give a shit if it's with (laughs) a homeless dude on the corner i don't i think he's more of a traditional man of values and he he would support you no matter fucking what but i think he would rather you be married what do you think our extended family would think um, same thing. I think they would support you, but if, if they would like do that little talk shit thing where it's like, Oh, you hear Jamie got pregnant. They're not even engaged. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. But that stuff doesn't bother Isn't me at funny? all. So it's so crazy that you can make such a major life decision, like getting married to someone because you're afraid of what they might think. That's the dumbest fucking thing. I'm so glad our society, or at least our group of people <laughs> don't do shit are like changing. that. Cause it's so frustrating it's your, your whole life then you're basing on someone else's bullshit projection of judgment it's, it's well you're it's ridiculous. really good at that i see that's not a thing that i hold but i was actually noticing lately in my big self-awareness bubble i've been having to ask myself who are you doing this for yeah lately everyone should do that about almost everything and i'm realizing how often i'm not doing things because i want to do them. Yeah. i'm doing them i mean it's nice right to do something good for someone else but if it's like if it's someone you don't even care about right and that's what or happens it's this like larger societal what are they gonna think or what do other people think it's like no no no. what are like the people who love you think and what do you think and how can that factor in correct your that's decisions? the most important part. and it's like really opened my eyes to how much of my life I've really lived based off like what the yeah. perception of these phantom like people who probably don't even think about my fucking life no. think. <laughs> no, they couldn't. And um, you said, yeah, I'm good with that stuff. But even I get caught up. And it's like I, it's it's so it's especially in like high school when your brain's not ready and you're surrounded in that social circle. There is totally times I brought it up on here before. It's oh, like well, that's your developmental task at that age yeah. is to like see what other people think about you. Interesting. Yeah, no, but it's uh, it's good to check in and, and always be like, okay, what is this really for? That's just like, I, if I could preach anything, it's self-awareness. It's and mostly thought. like judgment. When I hear judgment come in of like, you should, or you don't have enough of, or you need more of, I'm like, wait a minute. Is that me thinking that? Or yeah. is that society's expectations of me totally. dictating and that? And I think we're seeing And there's so society. much freedom when you realize it's like, oh. Yeah, no one gives a shit No about one cares you. like how many 
friends I have or no, like what I do with my Friday I'm, night or whatever. If I'm pregnant at, before <laughs> I turn I'm pregnant, yeah, who gives a shit that is. It's all it's all your decision. You're not hurting anyone else, and we need to definitely tell people out there if there's anything I could tell you, just do do it for yourself. You know, that's it's like we said, like you said, it's approval. so great to do things for other people, and that's and that's fantastic. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about no. making major life decisions and yeah. things. For yourself and make sure it's like what you want it's not yeah. your parents are are going again after you because oh we're gonna die before we get grandkids oh, fuck that <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's great like you, you know you want them to have grandkids but it's got to be the right way you can't just also, force things like not a great way to start off a child's life is oh well we had you, you because so. you're grandparents yeah we, we don't really love each other but we got married because joe schmo down the street might have talked shit about us yeah. <laughs> like, it's the most ridiculous thing when you back up know. and talk about it but it definitely rules a lot of people's lives so we did mention the ring uh, and obviously last mm. season of love of the brain we went over the de beers company and the conspiracy that diamonds have there's nothing wrong with loving a diamond they are beautiful um i'm not a huge into it um that's great and um, <laughs> i think i said i'd rather a wooden ring or um but whatever I like those but the um history of engagements might be interesting okay. to you out there so Uh-oh. Some of you may know that the ring women wear started as a sign of ownership that the man had of the woman. It would be like a uh, a key ring. So it's like you owned this woman. Was Why would you buy started. the cow if you can get the milk for free? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's uh, pretty shitty. But um, before that, I mean, or after that, I guess, like so many of our customs today, engagement <laughs> rings can be traced all the way back to ancient Rome. According to the Genealogical Institute of America, Roman women wore rings of ivory, flint, bone, copper, and iron to signify a business contract or to affirm mutual love and obedience. Not great. Gold gold rings were later found in the ruins of Pompeii, proving that shiny metal became the material of choice in the common era. It wasn't until 850 AD that the engagement ring was given an official meaning by Pope Nicholas I. He declared that engagement ring represented a man's intent to marry with gold as the most popular material for betrothal, 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 betrothal rings Pope at Nikki. the time. The first time diamonds appeared on an engagement ring was in 1477, when Archduke Maximilian of Austria proposed to Jamie of Australia, no, Mary no. of Burgundy. <laughs> According to the GIA, the ring featured long and narrow diamonds mounted in the shape of an M for marriage, which is odd. Uh, Not even, Maximilian? <laughs> maybe. Even though the Archduke was the first to propose with the diamond ring, he was by no means a trendsetter. In fact, diamond engagement rings didn't become popular until, like I said, 1947, when the De Beers, the British company that mined diamonds and uh, made a monopoly and made them more valuable, launched an advertising campaign with the help of Hollywood stars and the slogan, A Diamond is Forever. Mm. Uh, that's when diamond engagement rings skyrocket in popularity. Genius. So like most things, uh, full of shit, but the <laughs> it's a nice ceremony that's important. Um, and again, I'll say it again. It's how we started the season. It's how we'll close it. Please invite me to your wedding. I am a fun time and I love weddings. So, uh, yeah. So how does that make you feel? All of that it doesn't it probably doesn't, it doesn't change. Me. I, I still like rings, so it doesn't really bother <laughs> me. I don't really care. Um, what I think is interesting is how the woman wears an engagement ring, but the man does not. Yeah. I actually didn't even know that. That's still true today. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So then even after you get married, you wear two rings the woman does yeah so yes. you'll have a wedding and band man wears one. and the man only gets one on the wedding day and you can really do whatever the fuck you want you can do whatever you want so <laughs> let's say max proposes to me and i have my own engagement ring i would love to give him one yeah i think that'd be cool why not so yeah interesting i mean again it's part of the process of marriage and funding children i don't know how great it is in the biology biology of human beings if we're even meant for all of this but 
seems right in some ways and wrong in some others. So before we get to our final... <laughs> I was deep have, in thought. That's what, any, that was my well, silence. Do you have anything else in engagement before I move to uh, this like, email? No, I, I just think it's interesting like being in a relationship that is close that mm-hmm. I can tell to an You're engagement. Speaking it into existence. Choice, Max, <laughs> Just kidding. Max doesn't listen to this. No. Um, <laughs> and Maxer. Proposed. Wait, what is that now? from? Um, oh, Sound of Music, your favorite movie ever. Uh, yeah. Maxer. He says that to his little uh, assistant. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Um, no, being in that spot and then comparing it to my thoughts about it as a little girl or like you know preteen or whatever is just interesting yeah like i guess the idea as a young kid before i got into any relationship was it was a complete surprise oh my gosh she wants to marry me like i had no idea and now it's like no it's like a conversation yeah it's a major life decision that both people should be 100% equal involvement in. Nobody owns anybody. I and no forcing, pretty, but yeah, that happens, still happens quite often. All over the, all over the globe still, listen, there's forced marriages. If uh, you need to give your partner a little nudge sometimes, wink, wink, to one of my friends, so be it. Uh-oh. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying well, that I think that's what they do. We've made it clear every 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 episode, every single relationship is a little bit different. Every person's a little bit different. You get to be who different. you are. What you want, what you like, what you want, what, what you, you need. What you want, what you need. <laughs> but okay, right, I think yeah, we're, we're, good, we're good. We're good. Engagement. So let's do a little unorthodox. Uh, email the quails uh, in the first segment, which I think it'll move to for now on. So without any further ado, play the sound. You've got mail. Email the quails. All right, Jamie, what do you got? Okay, so this email, The Quails, comes from Laura from New Jersey. And Laura's question is, Hi, Quails. Love the show so far. I'm really getting curious about people who in the present are always reminiscing about their great past. Mm. Great in quotes. She says, I can tell that they're miserable in their life and it feels like they're just reminiscing about their past to kind of not have to deal with that. What do you guys feel about that? Mm, that's a pretty deep one. Yeah. So I love the quote from that uh, Woody Allen movie. What is it? Uh, Midnight in Paris. It's uh, Michael Sheen's really annoying stuck up characters. Is What does he say? He says, nostalgia is denial of the painful present. Ooh. So that's basically what she's talking about yeah. here, right? It's... And that's interesting because I do have people very close to me even that we, we do, especially me and my friends, we are heavy nostalgia people. Sure. And in time, in times in my life, there have been times where I'm probably not happy in, in my life in the present. And I'm thinking about, oh, but remember this, this and this. Mm-hmm. And it gives me that boost of dopamine yeah. and gives me that boost of, wow, yeah. And it's also a, a little bit of you can get back there. Too. Yeah, like you know a hope. I mean? like, yeah, it's like, remember how oh, good life was? That's what I want again. Remember, just because you've been stuck in this thing for a couple yeah. weeks or whatever, like it was great and mm-hmm. it can be great again. So that's interesting. I think she's has a great point in saying that a lot of times people, if they're not self-aware enough, they can just fall into that and be happy with their old life while, you know, it's like, ah, oh, what do I have to complain about? My life was good. It was so good for so long and right now it sucks. I think it's funny. I'm watching, um, I've been rewatching Friday Night Lights, which is, Classic. you know, a show about this very small football town in Texas where it's like all they've got is football. And there's a lot of characters that, you know, who are alumni of 
being football players, they kind of come back to town and can't move on in their lives because they were such a star. And you know how that is. Like you, yeah, you peak and you get all this attention and you have no responsibilities and you might be like get a lot of reassurance and validation before life gets really hard. And so you want to chase that type of feeling. And so you keep going back to it because that's what feels good. And it's a way to, in my opinion, ignore, wait, why am I discontent in Mm -hmm. my life right now? Absolutely. And I think a lot of people actually think, I think this is also a, you know, Laura, I don't know if this is a New Jersey specific thing, but East Coast, and I shouldn't generalize just to that area, I think a lot of people think, oh, you only have fun when you're young. And then as soon as you you have responsibilities, you get a job, you can have a wife, like kind of what we were talking about. And your life is all downhill from there. You know what I mean? Or it's like, oh, we're living until we can retire. And then finally we'll be able to do with our life. And then you realize you can't retire because of your financial situation. And even when you retire, you'd be 65 and you can't do the same stuff. I think there's difficult. I think it also speaks to like in our culture, we don't really have any conversation or like ritual or initiation about coming into adulthood Mm -hmm. it's very thinking about that when engagements were going through my head yeah we're like just all these little children running around not knowing like what it really means to be an adult it goes hand in hand from what i was saying about getting out of college and not realizing what do i do now and like okay i'm gonna get engaged oh my gosh i had a huge identity crisis my first year of college i was like this is way too much freedom i've just had a very set life where everyone knew me i knew what my role was Mm -hmm. and then i lost it all and was like who the hell am i now right that's part of it and if you don't have the opportunity i think that's a part two if you don't have the freedom opportunity the privilege to be able to explore and maybe figure out what life you want i think you can obviously stay stuck in the past and i understand the crutch it can be made to say, yeah, well, my life was great. And that's what you're clinging to because the alternative is real bleak. And it's hard to to change and adapt and grow. So you're yeah. probably denying that too. You're denying that for yes. yourself. I don't want to start this growth or healing yeah, process. I want to just live yeah. back there. And so, yeah. And I'm sure people can go through their whole lives and still and can still be great. But, you know, like we say, every everybody's a little different. But I think having a healthy... Wow, remember that time, you know, Jimmy threw up at the pool and it was large. And then also <laughs> having like, and, and also having, oh, remember, you know, what we're doing this weekend? It's going to be, you know, making new memories and making sure that yeah. you're still, you can, you, like, I like what you said about like how you're kind of, especially growing up, I felt that way too. It's like, well, you have fun when you're young because when you get older, you're you know, life's, all these yeah, you have responsibilities, but you know, I, I've been lucky enough so far where I still get to have fun in my, in between the times of responsibility. So I think growth is a huge part of it. Like you're on a path where growth is what you want and you are changing and you're not the person you once were and you're becoming this new person and you're, you know, I've had a lot of trouble with my own friends where we don't see each other for a while and we come back together and we're assuming we're, we are how we used to be and we're not acknowledging as much that we've changed and we've changed and have grown and we don't really know who each other is. Or I've noticed I'm growing at this exponential rate because I kind of had the opportunity to do so at Naropa where Mm -hmm. it's like full intensive grow or don't, you know, and not everyone has that. And so I've almost felt like here I'm moving on and I've changed and somebody else hasn't. And I have a hard time connecting with that. So I think if you're, if you've grown in your life and you've changed and maybe somebody in a relationship isn't on the same timeline, it can be frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you also trust that they're doing their, and you have to let everybody go at their own 
pace yeah, no and, and do what they want. But I do understand it can get really frustrating if it is like you mentioned in your email, it being like a cover up for like a miserable life. It almost feels like maybe they're not acknowledging something, which Denial can get really hard. Present, yeah. Which is, you know, we're all going to go through uh, parts of our lives where we don't love the present. So, like I said, it's okay yeah. to be nostalgic, but as long as it's not to taking a certain place, extent. It's, it's not taking place of your growth. If it's not taking place of doing things, it's, you know, instead of working on yourself and trying to be happier or whatever, you stay here and they're stuck. Also, there. like maybe you really value people who are passionate about growth and who are passionate about evolution and who want to think about the future and what could grow and what could be better rather than really just talking about what was great. Mm -hmm. That could be a value of yours. Whereas maybe that's not their value. Yeah. And that's also fine. You have to be open and communicate that. And if it's bothering you, obviously they'll always, what we say is just communicate it and ask totally and try to have them examine it in themselves and become self-aware. And I think they'll be happier for it in the long run. All right. Thank you so much, Laura. Yeah, you thanks, reach out Laura. to us. We'll continue doing that through Paradise, probably. We'll do it in the oh, first section. Yes. We have, uh, so email us at loveonthebrainwiththequails at gmail.com and we will get to all of them. We have a couple that we have to, a uh, backlog that we have to get to uh, yeah. in the coming weeks. So thanks a lot. So without any further ado, we did pretty well in that first segment. When we come back, we will wrap up with Katie's final episode. Woo! Don't go away. Final segment of season two. We open the finale with a quick recap of this season. Seems like yesterday we were watching Kate May with the family, just trying to remember everyone's names. And uh, <laughs> similar to Matt James's and season one of Love on the Brain, by the end, I am now pretty exhausted. And yeah. All of yeah. It. I think that's a pretty common uh, uh, feeling towards all of Bachelor Nation. But I do love Katie. That has not changed. I don't care what the internet says. I don't care what anyone says. I think she's my favorite Bachelorette ever. I think she's an awesome woman. I do not like all the hate she's getting. She's in an impossible situation. Is she perfect? No. Does anyone, what, should anyone like be girls? perfect? I guess it's just, I feel like she's overwhelmingly getting cry. I guess I only really look at Reddit. So that I'm not like on Instagram or like oh. Twitter or anything. Um, I think she was a great lead. It's really hard to do. It's very, it's, it's cartoon sketch of a human universe this bachelor so it's so out there uh what do you think now in hindsight in comparison to other seasons of the bachelorette because you've watched more bachelorette seasons how does she compare versus let's say even taisha or uh or hannah b or rachel or caitlin or i don't know the girls from back in the day how do you feel about the bachelor i mean it feels so different i think i'm still remembering like still in the pandemic times where they're not leaving the show is so yeah, different yeah. i'm like really excited for it to get back to what it yeah, used to be i don't know when that's gonna happen um so there is a little bit more of like a grit yeah. nowadays and i think katie's especially because she just was so determined i don't know if that's the yeah sure. determined and i would say it, this season was more fun than matt's though i thought not much oh, but it was I still more it fun a lot more than matt's yeah. season the matt's was a little bit Tough. Yeah, but it was, you're right, though. It still got, Katie got, she was determined. She wanted the process to work. She was going to do it right. And what, how, what, however. It, it felt took. more rushed than on the other ones. Like, oh, Katie and Blake are engaged. Like, yeah. oh, all right. Like, that I was guess weird. that's what's happening. Yeah, but we'll definitely be getting into that whole dynamic. Yeah, but I think, she, I think she did a great job. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed an, watching again, her. Again, impossible situation. So she navigated wild. it with, with, 
the right amount of class. I think she and the really right wanted of, to do a good job too. Yeah. I think she really took good. on the role very seriously. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you, that's all you more can ask. seriously than I think any other. Lead, someone in my had opinion. an uh, someone had an interesting theory on Reddit, and it Let's was based off of. Um, how Tasha was pretty universally loved. Yeah. And Katie has been getting a lot of shit this past. And someone's theory was Katie is normal. Katie is someone, and people don't want that. People don't want, like, we know 10 Katies. Like, not really, but we I know. know what you, mean. you know what I'm saying? She's yeah. like every girl. She's like the girl next door, where Tasha is kind of model sex. Like, she's this she's different so kind of beautiful. beautiful and this, so I think. What people really want, not consciously, subconsciously, is someone who's almost unattainable, someone who's a movie star and who other guys will fail to get or something that they want to be or they can't be, where Katie is like, well, I could have did that and I could have did a better job than that. I thought that was an interesting theory. I don't know if I believe that, but I thought that was an interesting theory from random user on Reddit. Random user. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just um, like why, it why Katie's different. getting shit oh. and, and why Katie, well, I think she was the best bachelor bachelorette I've seen. Again, I've only seen a couple, but she just... It's like almost she did like a really good job. She got feel like she's down a peg a little bit more so they can hate on her more yeah. because it's she's more attainable. What I, I keep know. what I kept rating was yeah, that's what happens when you give it to the eleventh place finisher of a bachelor season, is what I kept wow. reading. Yeah. There's a lot of crap like that. It's like this is like she Woo. didn't do it the right way. I was like Not she good seems enough. like such an, a normal girl that you'd go to high school with that that what put herself in this position stood up for herself was confident I was classy her. was just she hit everything i just i get it was it perfect no but how could like if it was perfect it would be off-putting to me i guess maybe it's a me thing i think she's yeah again more human and so more emotional and, and more willing herself, to look yeah authentic yeah. like aware and there's all these also things. this this there's thing so many parts i guess her. and we'll get into it obviously with greg and how she was kind of mean and, and she was mean and that sucked and that was probably the worst i've seen katie yeah, yeah, yeah. but she was obviously hurt and there's that thing now with the social responsibility of being the bachelorette and being the strong woman Ooh. who won't put up with no shit and she's got that aunt Lindsay we'll get I've, into too oh and so there has to there is a weird kind of responsibility that i'm sure especially women will that's heavy will on her shoulders on. kind yeah. of not hmm, i shouldn't compare it to matt with that burden that he had, which was a lot more intense than Katie's burden, in my opinion. But it is still this, I have to... That they don't deserve. Show up on this show as this perfect feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Strong woman who doesn't need a man, but, but still really wants one. Which is okay. It's completely okay. <laughs> because that's also feminist. And I want a husband. I also want a wife. Um, yeah. Let's get into the let's get into <laughs> right, details right, right. and this will cool. all come Sounds out. Sounds great. All right, so Katie's looking hot in her white dress, but you can tell in her oh, face. She's so the... great with a ponytail. Yeah. I need to learn how to do a ponytail yeah. for myself yeah, because she's I very really can't. Attractive with that. Um, you can tell in her face early though. This is she's trying the, not to. Yeah, cry. she's she's held in a lot and she's waiting to share. So when I she kind of looked like a volcano willing yeah. looking to erupt. Yeah. Is how I kind of wrote what I wrote down. And I'm sure again it's brutal in today's ADD world to have to wait this entire season to know what's coming to say her truth and to hear Greg and the mm-hmm. men's truth and all of that. So before that, we bolt back to New Mexico and she's un- and understandably broken at this point from uh, the breakup with Greg. Justin and Blake talk a bit. Laying in bed with a full face makeup. <laughs> yes, yes, as the Bachelor special. <laughs> it was and bad. Keisha come in to uh, Blake and Justin and say, Greg is left. Mm-hmm. And Justin has his final famous eyebrow reaction. He is stunned by this news. I love him so much. So here's this. How about this? So if Greg stayed, he would have had an overnight. Mm-hmm. A fantasy suite. So 
one mark on the good guy of Greg. <laughs> At least he didn't do that, I guess. Well, he said, how could I make love to you now <laughs> right. if you're not going to fucking whatever? Stronger man than me, I, I guess is what I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Blake is the first overnight date. And speaking of fantasy suites, uh, I'd probably pay 20 bucks to watch Blake and Katie go out. Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> I've heard people actually say that they should do... And only fans, yeah, only fans. They would together. Crush. They would one thousand percent. I would watch that as well, honestly. Anyway, the date is sick. They have a water balloon fight. <gasps> Kyle, what? This is the paint date of my Heath Ledger dreams. Okay. Do you know what movie I am referencing? I'm gonna guess How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. No, is but that you it? got the number correct. <laughs> oh, oh, ten things I had. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Was he in both of those? No. Okay, okay, okay. No. That's, okay, sorry. They do, sorry, like, the, the right paint. Movie. This is more water balloon painting. Well, I know. I wrote down, this is a paintball arena. This is what they're in. I actually, I, like, almost can't even think about it. That is, like, the hottest thing. Why? The scene, like, Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles. He's, like, the bad boy that she softens up. Right. And that's one of their dates. Every girl's dream. Kyle, it's... You shouldn't watch it. Well, what what happens? Let's let us in. And they they have a great kiss. It's a paint, all covered so it's the in same paint. kind of thing. It's one on one. Is it teams? Uh, no, it's them Just on them a date too. fighting each other, like trying to get each other with the paint. Yeah. And then you know you fall over each other just right. like Katie and Blake did. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're covered in paint. They were covered in paint, and they had it like in their hair. They ended up getting in a fight afterwards, but it was like a lovers' passionate yeah, fight. Lovers' quarrel. Anything with Heath Ledger, I don't. Well, you got nothing else for the rest of the time then, so unfortunately. I was I was very um, excited yeah. to see this date. I wrote down it was an awesome date. Again, it's just like you can... And then a they hot didn't really tub. do it great, though. They could have like made it more serious. I guess they kind of just... They, they didn't like get on opposite sides and say, okay, go, and then hide and try to throw well, They it. didn't show they much either. Have. They were going pretty quick. Right, well, the they, well like, 50% of what they do is Blake out, so they went right yeah. quickly to Blaking out. On the, within, I feel the like half of the season the has paint. been Katie making out with someone in hay. Has been yeah. the <laughs> a lot of hay in New <laughs> Mexico, of, apparently. There's a lot of hay kissing. Um, but yeah, great date. And then they go to the hot tub where Katie vents about her breakup yes. to her future husband, Blake. And, Fuck. and how, how much she starts with Michael I liked a. how open she was. She had to be. Yeah. Like she said, she's like, I have to say oh, this. The, no, she did, like, she did great the whole time. You can't ask for everyone no. to be perfect all the time. No. Michael A, she brings up and they had a strong connection. Greg shocked her and broke her heart. It was a I, little awkward. I think this is when I realized I don't, it wasn't that. It felt long for us because Michael A. left and that was an episode. And then the next week, oh my Greg God. left. Like four days. <laughs> Is that what they said? Yeah, something Only, like that. So she's getting rejected twice in a row. By before, someone who she might have been engaged to a week later. I know. It's absurd. Before there was ever even a rose. Like, when's the fucking last time there was a rose ceremony? Yeah. There hasn't been a rose ceremony yeah, in stop, weeks. Anyone who's watched this though, stop, stop thinking that it's designed to work out well it's designed to fuck up like that's the it's if they work out it's like they got they beat the odds if blake and katie end up together they beat the odds like this is designed for them to fuck is it's just such an unnatural we say it we say it once say it a million times but it's so important it really is Mm -hmm. so i i wrote down that i think blake is just really mature he's handling this very mature especially in comparison to greg 
Can we talk about? Yeah, the night let's get portion? into that. She says a whole lot, Ugh. and this is before the night. Uh, still, she says uh, like all that stuff, and Blake, I think, responded with "That's a lot," <laughs> and she yeah. goes, "Yeah," and then he kissed her, which was a funny. That kind was of combo. it. Was a little weird. It didn't seem no. But again, how can anything seem super perfect? Yep. Uh, Blake talks about expressing love with his dad, and it wasn't really verbal, and it's not the easiest this thing for him. Speech from Blake. I was. Speechless. It was beautiful. Yeah, I wrote down. He had a pretty beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. You know, like especially after everything that happened with her and Greg, it would have been easy for him to say, "Well, you know, I'm in my head a lot because now I'm feeling jealous of." No one would have blamed. That's what Greg would have said. He would have been like, "It's all about (laughs) him." And he and he turns it into, "I will never say I love you and walk away." Like he turns it into. Let me prove to you I'm here for you and how much I love you. It yeah. was so fucking beautiful. I wrote down a beautiful speech. And here's the thing. I'm sure Blake could have done some growing after Tasha season. But it's pretty incredible what I think of him now versus what I felt of him when Tasha sent him home. And that's the beauty of He was editing. on fucking Claire season. He dated From what I thought about him and Claire, I was like, this meathead like, got, right. has to and get out of this show. We have to <laughs> keep remembering. The and, the, the and the editing is so Can't wait to see Thomas on Paradise. <laughs> the, 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 the editing is We're just gonna love so him. fucking... <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think he'll still be just a robot, but he's just a generally good we'll guy. See. He's boring. He's got, but... a, he's got a little scruff going on. Maybe he's loosened well, up in Paradise. He hooks up with Becca, possibly, who's a fan favorite, right? So that'll make people either hate her now or start to love him. But either way, I stay out of uh, any kind of extreme opinion like that. But I just, again, I just have to say, I thought the same thing. I thought he was this just kind of like dumb, not attractive, just like, why is he on The Bachelor kind of guy? And then he, we get to finally see him through this editing. So you almost can't trust how good he is either because of the editing. But either way, you can tell he's a mature man who's ready for this. Yes, he knows who he is knows who he is he's a secure like, wildlife and all that good stuff and i i, I really we love like him. him i really like both and of then them. holy fucking shit here comes katie saying i love you too and i'm just like hey yeah, what the hell it's, like it's crazy it's crazy well we here can, we here we are yeah so here we go so and he's there about katie and she seems more to me i wrote down she seems more happy that he loves her than, than her she feel- actually oh, loves yeah, yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes any sense. She's more in love yes. with the idea of him loving her yes. than she actually is with him. I think she's also, I think it's really easy. I th- I think it's been Blake from the beginning. Yeah. I think she always the best match. thought it would, like, she's always known, like, that's probably the right choice. But Unless when you have Craig, the dramatic, yeah, shows me something crazy. sexy boy, sad boy, Mysterious. emotionally unavailable Greg, yeah. that's going to be more attractive. In the moment. In the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think she knew, again, like she came into this saying, this is the type of partner I want to mature, which, whatnot. And I think she almost got caught in that. And I bet in that moment where Blake is showing up and she's decided to stay and overcome came that whole Greg thing and is sitting in front of this guy and he's telling her exactly what she's wanted. She's like, fuck yes. I stayed. This is what I've wanted. It's working out. Am I in love with him fully? I think so, but I'm just going to say it because (laughs) this is exactly what I want and I know I'll get there. When when she kept like talking about trusting the process and okay, the process works is kind of her thing. Yes. Okay, this is finally Finally, I have a person here that this this makes sense. So he gets the letter from Keisha and the fantasy Mm -hmm. key and it's Again, it's nice got, room. 
there's got to be a jungle in there. That this I fucking, can't even imagine. I don't want to pay 20 bucks as horny Kyle, just as curious Kyle. Yeah. To pay the 20 bucks to no, see what goes down. No, me too. Me too. I just have to watch. Yeah. They're good, good for both of them. Beautiful room. They banged all night. Yeah, yeah. Katie gets to have her Blake and eat it too. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and they did have cake. There you go. Cho- and, that chocolate cake looked good. Yeah, it looked like Do sex. you remember when we went to the Bahamas and like all I could talk about was the chocolate cake there? That was pretty big in our family amongst dessert, cakes and Free dessert and bar. I think I remember mom and dad just talking about getting a drink over and over and over too if they remember Cause that. Because it was all inclusive and free. Yeah, and they I'm didn't do much of that when we, were, when we were Should young. We get a drink? Our parents really didn't drink that much. They no. probably, well, really oh, fancy fun. to do that. It does sound fun in the chaotic life of children and trying to get your own time as a couple. Um, so they wake up the next morning, breakfast in bed. Do you say syrup or syrup? Syrup. Syrup, me too. I think it's not even close. I wonder if that's New Jersey or whatever, but mm-hmm. Katie said syrup. Either way, um, like I projected, Katie says she was satisfied many times and good for her. That's right. <laughs> and for both of them. Um, but after the giddiness of the sex, she immediately starts tearing up about Greg to, I believe it was Caitlin at that point, um, her real number one or front runner at that point, and then says Blake's date was the best day of her life. And again, who knows what's happening inside of her system currently. Uh, You obviously can't blame her, as we have to say over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says that her heart belongs to Blake and Caitlin. And she says, well, obviously, Justin's still here. (laughs) And Katie's like, oh, shit. Oh, Justin. That's the eyebrow guy? Yeah. (laughs) point, paint, right? um, At this point, I wrote down I couldn't see him getting a fantasy suite after all that happened. But I wondered to myself if Katie was just like, hey, I'm in love with Blake. Greg went home, I'm picking him, but I talked to him and thought about it. We can have like a really fun night anyway. Like again, I just, I've been obsessed with the fantasy suites since the, I think that's one of the first episodes I saw. I was like, whoa, whoa, fantasy suites. It was like Caitlin and somebody. I was like, and this is awesome. When it comes to Katie too and how she's been set yeah. up, it's like Katie's fantasy suites. Like we're going to be all right. banging, so I to know. Speak. And she only and got one. And we only had one. That sucks. Good. <laughs> so, um, I mean, oh God, it just, I, I just wish. It's I not guess. as fun. It, it wasn't as fun of an ending in my opinion. Yeah, because the jury was, it, it was, was out. It was just like, I mean, Drew it kind of fell apart. Yeah. When's the last time that you didn't know who would be the winner by Fantasy Suites? Does that happen often? I didn't know who was going to win with Tasha. I didn't know who Tasha was going to pick. I didn't make it that far to the end. Who was the, do you remember who Brent, was? Brendan left. He Brendan ended up left. leaving. That was the hot one on Paradise. Who's going to be oh on Paradise? Oh my God, yeah. Is yeah. there, an, who's the other one? Uh, yeah, you're right. We didn't. Nobody knew it was going to be. Did anybody else propose to her? No, it's, I don't. I didn't watch the final two or three episodes of that season. I remember. Oh, she sent Ivan home. That was the difference of she, like religion. They had a fantasy. So suite. you kind of knew. Yeah. You kind of knew that Zach was going to win, or there was still there some. Was nobody else. Uh, there had to be. I thought because I was. I remember being kind of surprised. There, I think there was somebody else. But even that, I think. What about like Peter's season? Was he not sure, Maddie, or, or that was he like, proposed? He just like. I had this theory when I first, this is terrible, but when I Did first. Did you propose to Hannah Ann? I don't think that, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, and he was, everyone was mad at him because he couldn't make a decision, I think was his thing, which I don't, again, I don't blame it so hard. It's so difficult. I just haven't seen many seasons. I think Colton, um, I think, he I shut, remember he thinking. He shut that down. I think, I remember thinking Colton was going to pick Hannah G, possibly the most oh, beautiful really? woman on who's ever. No, it was, I, oh, Ben. 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 Um, ben Smith. <laughs> <laughs> His last name is Smith, of course. Um, yeah, he, you know who he is. Do you, do you, is there a picture right there? 
Oh, yeah. He was like the, the PTSD, maybe army guy kind of thing. Yes. Yes, I remember him. Yeah, he came back. He got eliminated and came back. Yes. But it would have been still no, been it was, upset. Yeah. Um, it just, one of my, my point is, it just, it, I, I would love if there was three fantasy suites. It's been a suites. shit show for a while now. Yeah, because I, I, it's fucking designed to be a shit show. <laughs> but I would love a season Hannah where... Hannah Browns wasn't sure. That's Everyone pretty cool. wanted I didn't her watch to that pick season. Tyler and right. she picked... Jed, and which did, obviously did you, was the going wrong into choice. the final. Everyone didn't know. No, nobody knew. That's who it was that's more be. fun to me. That would have made the season more fun if she, if Greg was still there, Michael A was still there, and they all had good sex. And they all the biggest one again. We're gonna bring him up again. Ben Higgins. Yeah, because he said I love you to both of them. Okay, it was so really nobody not knew. sure. I love that. That's, and that's, you don't know until the limo comes up and you see their feet come yeah. out of the limo and you know if they're the first that's what the one, Bachelor wants to. They're getting broken up with, yeah. and that's I miss that. It that's, hasn't been like that in a fucking while. <laughs> and that's my point here. Getting that's, upset. That's why this finale in this last last finale was boring to me and they often are it has to be like it's so hard and like people shit on peter for not knowing how the fuck could you know like okay uh, there's this Honestly, thing in my the head show's getting more authentic i have this vision of of peter uh like, going, peter, like not he can't decide he's thinking in his room all the time and he's like okay you know what i'm gonna go out there whichever one looks hotter i'm taking <laughs> it's just like it's almost a better way to do it because you've only known each other like for he's eight, doing eight so weeks. well if you ask me all right well <laughs> you almost sound happy about that that's why i don't that's why i don't like <laughs> i like to gossip i can't hide right it. but you want to you still should it's very important that you <laughs> still want love i want the, want best, the best for, for him okay. i'm just naming i'm sure he's fine Fuck. I mean, he i'm gonna like, be that mom who's like you know sometimes yeah. i wasn't looking very yeah, good lately should be hitting the old heroin stick huh? like, <laughs> mom i'm six years old <laughs> i'm talking about my friend Oh, no. Okay, well, let's talk about then how she handles Justin. Yeah, totally. So. Justin, like, this is where I was like. I don't know. We might be on different pages. You don't think, you think he was all for the camera? It didn't look like he was convincing himself when he was talking to the camera. I think he's just a little bit more reserved. At what point? But I think he didn't show any, or they didn't edit, or they didn't show in the show any doubt or insecurity like even Blake or Greg and maybe that shows like his aloofness or whatever but he was like like, I'm ready for this next step I'm in love with her I'm looking forward to what it's gonna look like it felt genuine to me yeah the connection felt very physical to me and he was upset when yeah ultimately she broke up with him yeah and and of course you're gonna be upset if you get and I said like as she's breaking up with him this is you know she tells him you know, I had an overnight with Blake. I told him I loved him. So at this point, I don't feel like I can meet your... Or you Which can, is what he deserved We from can her. continue. And it's like your girlfriend blindsides you that she's breaking up with you because she's in love with someone else. But you can't get mad at it because you already kind of knew about it yeah. and agreed to it. And he, that's such a hard thing. He even said that after the final rose, he was like, I can't really get upset when I've just asked Katie to be honest. I was like, well... You can be upset. Yeah. But well, also, it is what you signed up for. It's understanding, too. It's Greg. what you signed up for. And <laughs> he knew, I, we talked about it when Andrew S. got that rose. That was years ago at this point. And he was surprised. He was surprised that he was in the final four. So I think he was surprised he was in the final yes, three. I, I think he was saying. surprised that he was in the final two. Not that they didn't have any kind of, it was clear they had some kind of he was connection. Like, oh, I guess she likes but me. But <laughs> he has to, yeah, it just seemed all, it was weird. The after the final rose came off to me as a little like his. In, in, this is the thing you can't every single person handles that stuff differently but it seemed like okay how can I parlay this now it's over it's, it was a nice thing we had a connection I'm a he's a really good looking motherfucker with the sexy lips and he's 26 younger than Katie still young 26? so it's like it, it seemed just appropriate to I guess 
It wouldn't be. It would be weird. What got if he was me super was when perfect. he choked up when they were on after the final yeah. rose and they were talking and he got choked up talking to her. Yeah. But I wonder if he got more upset talking about or thinking about how. He was vulnerable. He's for the learned first about time. opening up, yeah. being vulnerable, which is what they talk about what during their breakup. As and opposed to really loving Katie and being sad that he doesn't have a chance. Yeah, I think I he think... just. I think he got the best deal out of everyone on the show. He got not too intensive an edit. People like him because of his face, funny facial expressions. He's, yeah. he's learned a lot about what it looks like to show PDA to the whole fucking world, which yeah. is hard for him. Mm-hmm. And I think. He's going to benefit the most. Yeah. I would love to he's see him a great as a bachelor, head on to be honest Yeah, I you. thought there's a chance. I still think there's a chance we can get I into that I would love that. Bit. I think it'd be fun to see him as the bachelor. All yeah. of his facial expressions, all the different women in drama, I think yeah. it'd be hilarious. I did read the, the aforementioned oh. Tyler Cameron is now single. I know Bachelor Nation would go nuts oh, for that, wouldn't they? No. They would go insane for that. I think that's what I want. We might need a little Tyler Cameron in there. But <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind Jesse. That guy's not I ready just don't to think get they... married. <laughs> That's what I want. I don't want like an instant engagement. I would do want. Well, some, then like, he hot should go on Paradise. But he's too hot for Paradise. Too. He's a little too hot, too hot for Paradise. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't even know. I've only seen pictures of him. I don't know how he is. I just know him as Matt James's friend at this point, which is yeah. funny how it was probably the opposite, but. Yeah, Justin. Anything else um, other than his faces? That montage was hilarious. I was laughing out loud. Uh, he I'm he just, was funny. His reaction the way, to it. Yeah, that was that was cute. I I did write down even just the way when he's talking about how he loved Katie. It didn't. It just didn't. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel the real true passion from him. Is what I wrote. Down. I think just it's like, also it could be part of how he just is. His friends even said like we don't ever yep, get this to is hear brand from new, him. and it just happens to be in front of the entire country and world and a lot of places people okay we have to it. get to blake meeting katie's parents now. okay um, are you ready for that well, or did i see. miss something well i i did have taisha bringing up katie telling justin that um like katie told justin that he did nothing wrong and how did that mm. justin make me feel because in my last breakup the first time mm. she like she told me you did nothing wrong and i think people expect that to feel good but that felt worse to me because in my other relationships, I had done something wrong. So I can look at it and be like, oh, if I ch- if I didn't, just didn't do that, hey, I have regrets over doing it. But it happened. Can't change it. But now it's like, oh, it's not what I did. It's who I was. Ooh. You know what I mean? That's my yeah. original, <laughs> like your facial expression <laughs> when that happened. I see what you're saying. Um, but that's what happened. So it's like. We can't blame you, an action. Yeah. Just you can't. You didn't cheat on me. You, you just, I, I got to see who you are and I'm not about it. And that at first and during the breakup feels like shit. Over time, you're like, oh, it feels a little bit better after a while. But I thought it was, I thought that was interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I wrote down too. Like, like Justin said, he's like, none of us or like one of them said like none of us want to be rejected like none of us want to feel like we're not good enough yeah. and in eight and in a breakup whether you're pointing to something or not I, I think you're right I think there's more of an excuse or a thing to say oh it's not because I wasn't good enough I just did something wrong yes rather than like really feeling into the rejection mm-hmm. of somebody saying I don't want to be with you yeah which is that's so hard after but it's, time you learn people aren't meant to be or whatever and that's and I think a lot of people blame things when really they mean I just don't love you you know because sometimes it's like oh absolutely if you loved me the things wouldn't have like we would have worked them out correct correct yeah so i think you're right a lot of people look for excuses for why something won't isn't working when sometimes just flat out the chemistry is not there i actually think working through a breakup would be 
more sustainable and better for your growth if it is just the you're working on the rejection. I agree. Because otherwise you could avoid it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Great. Lovely. We did, we did great there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, what I wrote down about this, Justin goes home. Anything else to say about him before we move on now? No. Yeah, there's just, that's the problem. Blake won within the few minutes of the episode, so there's no real cliffhanger. We talked about that. Oof. Just waiting for Katie and Greg in the studio at this point. But Which Blake, they waited all the way to the end. Right, not surprised. But Blake meets Katie's mom and aunt, so oh. this could be a little interesting. I okay. didn't know what, to come, what was to come when I wrote that down. Uh, Aunt Lindsay comes in hot with uh, with an agenda for sure, scorned by countless men in her day. <laughs> Aunt Lindsay coming to Katie's rescue when she doesn't even really need it. Oh. I wrote down she, the funniest thing. You ultimately mean nothing is what she, one of the things she said. You ultimately mean nothing to Blake. So. And Blake, you can see Blake is just trying to, what is going on there? He did a great job. Because it's so not Katie, too. No, is, it's not. And another thing she says, you better be secure as fuck if you're coming to our family. Which is such, oh, a, such a weird thing to say. It's such a funny I was, thing to I'm say. I'm just going to start this off by saying I was extremely triggered by this. Um, it really, like, I was scared. Triggered like, because of an old... I, I haven't really identified what that is yet. Mm. Um, I think, like, the projection of hurt and upset, it was so strong. So severe. And abusive, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um was just like I, I think it was like you have not worked on your own shit and you're projecting that onto other people so strongly that I just like that's something I it's also a little uh, bit of what we talked about um just in the nature of being on TV you kind of come in, oh I'm going on the bachelor here's going to be my play I think there's a little bit of that I too I have something to say yeah. about the here's, fucking I'm going to make yeah, I'm going to make my Present. This it was is my just chance. so jaded, and it was almost it was almost cartoonish. Rejecting, and, and Blake is just trying to be the best guy he can. <laughs> really just... treated him awfully. I, I feel more now. I feel more sad for her, and yeah. like, and and that that's what love has to feel mm-hmm. like for her. Yeah. I, I think that's more upsetting. And she's. I don't know. We didn't like what happened with Katie's dad. Did she? He, he passed away, right? Did they divorce though? They divorced. Divorced so she, when she was young. She saw young. her sister get hurt and by a guy. And she definitely went through it because that's what she said during mm-hmm. Blake. And that's what I didn't. That's what I didn't like was Blake was saying, you know, I watched a marriage, and she goes, "Yeah, um, excuse me, a, you have the yeah. vote." And she says, um, because she goes, he goes, "Yeah, I saw my parents. Listen, it was a train wreck." And she goes, "Watching a train wreck is not the same thing as being in a train wreck," which she thought was the best line ever. And I'm like, this lady, was she, she's not she's not empathetic at all to Blake right now. No, it's there completely was no an agenda. Empathy. It's all about her and all about her agenda and her cartoonish uh, uh, appearance on national TV. And Condescending. Like, I'm the, I'm the bitter, master feminist who has known everything about man hating, jaded, and like. Blake's just trying to like, and everyone's the good thing is like, I, I, his, he was funny, just like, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he, because he, he has to know, he's like, it's almost like, do you like looking at America? Do you see what I just went through? I know. Well, you can totally tell the happened. way Katie responds to her as well is like, she just kind of sits back and lets her aunt go yeah. off and is like, okay. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine okay. Katie looked back mm-hmm. at that watching and was like, 
oh, I'm so glad I have my aunt in my life. Like she, with her, her kind of self-awareness and her understanding of how, of love and, and relationships, she can't like, it's just, I guess it's hard with family, but my God, it was, it was what a fucking bitch. I'm just going to say <laughs> it was Kyle. It was bad. It Give was, me Queen Vicky seven I out of seven days of the week. Re- yeah, this please. Woman. Me too. I was really uncomfy, really, really, really uncomfy. She's America's most hated I just woman think it's today. so, um, I feel sad for Katie because that's a really, yeah, sabotaging way mm-hmm. to support it doesn't seem like Katie has taken life. that on and you know what I agree and I think that's what saved it for me was like she even said like listen this is how she can be yeah like, she, she opened with that know. before we and even got to her she's like she didn't really give a shit and here yeah. she is in this like loving relationship with Blake it seems yeah that fuck it and I love yeah. that so yeah. it helped me feel a little bit better but you know what I think the trigger is I'm very sensitive to if, people if, like that. Yeah, if somebody, if Max's aunt was like that to you. The the intensity of not good enough in me, yeah. I would have a really hard time being in relationship. Spe- and telling her like, or trying to get it out of your mind where it didn't impact yes, you. Yes, like it would it really impact my relationship. Right. That makes sense to me. Yes. At the very least though, it did keep my attention for part of the episode. Fascinating. Was like, Great. It was wonderful the, TV. Compared to the rest her of the episode. Her mom was a little harsh in the beginning, but loosened up and she was yeah. really loving and sweet. Then afterwards. Blake talks to mom. Yes. And I started to zone out because it was like nice. Compared <laughs> to the <laughs> shitty stuff in there. See, that's when I almost started crying. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, what else uh, at this at this point? Um, she got emotional. The mom did. Yeah, she was just like... She realized Blake was a good guy. Yeah, she said, listen, like, for all the hardship we're sent, we're talking about, I do have hope that if the two of you have love for each other, you'll work it out. And if and I can see it between you two. And if you're in a better place or here in a couple months, I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah. And I think that's when it was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, thank God. Past like, Greg, some past support. Aunt Lindsay. Then they have Imagine, their- hold on. Imagine Greg... With Aunt Lindsay. Yeah, it would have been a shit down there. Ah! Yeah, like he thought freaking Katie was cold and shut down yeah. and gave him no validation. That, <laughs> I think he would have broken up with her there. Yeah, probably. No, she <laughs> was absurd. Um, but then they have their final date leading to the proposal. And um, we had Felicia, like the energy healer. Yes. And it's the little fire ceremony, which we've done from time to Beautiful time. Beautiful date. Write down things that you want to let go over or things holding you so back. You can and call in abundance. Fire. Yes, yes, um, yes. So it's not like birthdays where you can't like make a wish. You can say it. They said it to each other and it's still it's going to hold out. The fire burns. Well, no see, what. listen, I Katie really opened up with some deep fears that I personally could relate to. It's really hard to share with your partner what your biggest fears are. Mm. In relationship to yeah. them. I think that's something that has a lot of relationships go wrong. I sure. think it's a really quick way to get intimate with somebody is to share, I feel not pretty enough for you. Mm-hmm. I feel not good enough for you. I'm scared you're going to leave. I'm. This is like, it's. I think it's so connecting to share that with each other. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think you're definitely right. And also what Blake said, he's like, that was a lot for me. Like, how do I address all of those? I think is what he said. He was like, and that wasn't the point. What do I do? And I, and I think it's not your partner's responsibility to handle your fears for you, but I do think it's a very vulnerable thing to share. Yeah. And then possibly get that support and Mm -hmm. say like, yeah, I I know this is one of your fears and like, but in the best style of relationship, you do know each other's fears and you do know each other's insecurities and can help each other. I thought it was a beautiful date to have before potentially getting engaged. Yeah. There's a couple of things that they, that they do. Right. I did. um, I did write down that I zoned through their speeches though. Overall, I'm sure they were great. And I'm glad that you had them written down. This is our balance. Um, So 
yeah so anything else from there no before we set up this engagement? it really is now it's just like the last 20 minutes is full of like is he gonna propose or is he not is he yeah. gonna propose and or we, is he not? I mean I didn't, I didn't is really he ready for the proposal or is he doubt. not I don't think he's ready but I think he did it anyway and, oh um, there, well there's the moment where he's looking at the rings yeah Taysha FaceTimes Taysha, the ring guy funny. first Taysha FaceTime that I accidentally I skipped this part Neil fucking Lane that. Um, so care less. I don't know much about it. Um, the only way I could care about this, I think, if 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 she says no to Blake, if Blake said, "Will you marry me?" and then Katie said no, then I would find that interesting. But other than that, I didn't really find it interesting. But anyway, Tasha says, "Looking at the ring, do you think she would like something circular?" And <laughs> my mind went into this uh, Blake like inner monologue. <laughs> yeah, Tasha, because in eight weeks we've barely gotten to know each other. I know, I know, she likes circular things. Though her face is circular, her ass is circular, abuse is circular. No, ah! Tasha, I don't fucking know if she likes something circular. How am I supposed to marry a woman who I know nothing about, especially regarding her tendency for shapes? <laughs> That's why I just pictured Blake's mind going. Well, he, he was kind of blank, and I had something similar where it's like he's really deciding if he's going to do a very serious, vulnerable thing when he doesn't want to. That's yeah. the whole decision. When he's looking at the rings, yeah. that's his decision. Oh it's like, God. am I about... To really fucking in, get engaged with this girl for eight weeks. Like, am I about to just fucking do this? I have the fucking TVs. I have my ex-girlfriend t-shirt yes, right here. It's asking me what kind of shape she likes. It's looking pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. It's a, such a crazy situation. Do I have options? I'm going to Africa. What do I do? I'd be freaking out. There's, Hit, there's, what do you say? I have a head of scrambled eggs. There's And I, that I couldn't identify with anything more. I don't know. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've been in a relationship. If it's your high school sweetheart, there has to be some I kind of... Doubt. When you look at that ring, just be like oh my god because it's just that commitment that finalness not for everyone but for me I guess definitely there's just going to be like okay wow and then like I said the whole thing happening so quickly there's just no way that he was well part of me here is wondering if like he really was sure because it seems like that to an extent like and they were just editing it and possibly producing the whole thing between him and Tasha to say please like start to look like you're conflicted don't say anything. Just yeah. walk away. Say you need to think about it. And we'll bring Tasha in to make the viewers assume that you're having doubts by saying, listen, if you're having any doubts, you need yeah. to let her go. When she said that even, it didn't ring. No, it, it was like, that, that's a far right jump. You know, yeah. that's not something Tasha would really say. And it, But it's also ridiculous to be 100% sure in eight weeks that you're going to marry someone. So I think it's a little bit of both, probably. Highly produced. And also, there's got to be some Partially natural. True. And I have to imagine, there's no way, like, you don't think when they meet up after each other, after the show's done it's like okay let's we're engaged but let's take as long as we yeah, fucking need absolutely. right so again, i think even up we'll talk about that after they it, get it takes me eight weeks to decide what i want at the fucking cheesecake factory so <laughs> uh, i definitely started getting anxiety even watching watching all of it damn um, i really want some cheesecake now yeah well anyway anyway proposal um blake has never looked more like John Travolta in his yeah, life yeah, okay hottest he's ever looked like look in the suit you're not Incredible. usually a suit woman you said no, but yeah. he looked like slimmer. It, almost in the suit. like yeah, I think it and was. And he like had the some, little hair twirl that kind of. um, John Travolta has. That's like really sexy. Danny Zuko. If Danny anyone, Zuko, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he looked good, and they look good together. They seem right together. I personally was not sure if they were going to get engaged. Okay, I thought for the spectacle that they would, or and... or do the thing. I think this happened a couple of seasons ago where they're like. I'm not quite ready for the gets on one. Or he doesn't have to do that, but he just gets on. I, I want this in our future, but I want to make sure it's right. Because in theory, that's it, uh, and I've said this before. If this show, if it was to find an exclusive partner, yeah, it'd per- it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. But it, the engagement is the thing that really 
that Rex obviously is having trouble because every freaking single up like season the last couple of years it hasn't gone very well well i think that's the whole thing and that's what even when i started watching the bachelor's like no one ever lasts was the thing and then a couple people start like did yeah and i was like oh and people were like oh it does work out but again it doesn't have to work out for me to enjoy enjoy it and I, it's not even what i want but to find someone it's such a good way to find someone to get into an exclusive relationship with. Yeah. it's not a great way to find a husband or a wife but that's not breaking any news so you, you liked the proposal yeah yeah I didn't have anything super written. No. I just was so I just we just knew everything at this point. Yeah, so. it. I'm. I was more like, let's get to fucking Greg. Yeah, um, we got a paradise promo before this, and um, I, for me, I think I wrote down something funny. It was uh, this adds up. This season has been like in the desert, and it's in New Mexico, and I'm thirsty. I'm just like really thirsty, and I in the in the in the paradise promo is like just this big commercial Blush. for water. It's just yeah. like it's like I, every time I see the promo, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for this. Like I just wanted to drink it. I'm just dry from this all drink day. Drink so it in. I'm just like just salivating. I'm so fucking deaf excited. girl, slutty demi, girl on girl action. <laughs> I'm just in. I'm just so in. We're ready. Um, I'm embarrassed I'm so by how excited ready. I am. Lots uh, of people. Which Lots is of we people from two all years. different seasons. It's been two years. I know the people now. Woo! That's all exciting. And, um, okay. So then. Let's get this Greg thing. Yeah. All right. Greg comes out after the final rose in studio. And, and he terrifies looks, me. looks a little nervous. He looks terrified, I Terrifying thought. And um, he says uh, he's been. Fucking smile. Oh, yeah. All right, I've. Well. All right. Well, he says he's been hiding out in Jersey. That's what he says. I'm behind It's like, oh, Jersey. I've been good. I've been hiding out in Jersey. But he like... looked like he was nervous. You thought he was like. I think he was trying to act like nothing was really that bad and he didn't meet the energy of the room. Like him coming out, nobody wanted to clap, but they did clap. And Tasha and Caitlin are very serious. And he comes out like, hey, like just been hiding out in Jersey. No big deal. I think he wanted it to go really positively. And you could tell from then on the energy in him just went down, down, down as he realized like I'm about to get fucking Um, Enemy number one. Yeah. Yeah. Because mind you, his episode hasn't aired yet. Good their point. breakup yeah. before this so he is hasn't filmed. Got the social media. So backlash. he hasn't gotten any idea that he's about to get ripped apart mm-hmm. about the gaslighting and the whatever. Yes. Whereas this is something I think Katie's been getting pumped oh, up about. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. Oh Volcano, my god! Yeah. From the beginning. Yes, and he stays strong. He's saying he didn't hear what he wanted to hear from Katie, and he freaked, which is what we saw. Um, yeah, he says he, he has no really regrets. Sticking with that. He says he yeah. has no regrets. Uh, and here comes the old everything Woo! happens for a reason. And if I was Tasha and he said that, I'd be like, okay, oh, yeah, Greg, what's the reason six million Jews died in the Holocaust? If there's everything happens for a reason, but that's a <laughs> different time. Okay. Uh, just <laughs> just an infantile coping mechanism. I think that line is everything happens yes. for a reason. Yes, yes, In my opinion, don't you don't like that phrase. Yeah. No, I, I think a lot of things happen for a reason, but I don't think everything does. That's uh, I think you can find reductive. a reason in most things that happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Katie comes out and she's on a mission. Woo! Uh, Rocks right past him. Tension. The producers put in a good crowd. Ooh, even though ooh, nobody made that noise. Probably. And she's um, taking a little page out of Aunt Lindsay's book, I, th- I thought. This she, is where her sign. Yeah. Yes. Aunt Lindsay comes up. And she snubs Greg, I believe, Woo! right as she comes out. And she throws on the attitude, which we really haven't seen. We are angry. Out of Katie since maybe Matt's season. We saw a little attitude. Well, that's her. no, that's how she was with Thomas. That's how yes, she was great point. with Carl. Mm-hmm. Like, any of the bullshit. Good point. Yeah, she goes into Cody, Aunt Lindsay book. Yes. Um, which. Were right. you surprised by the way she handled it? No, because I I had anticipated that she Couldn't got, wait to do got this. a little bit amped just from like I what I mentioned last episode. Um, 
and again, this is a, it's such an it's such an inexact science because uh, you know I've done stand up a few times, and when you're on stage and everyone's looking at you, there's an element. I, I become this beast of of a different person. So there's that a lot that's happening too, where you go into this showtime mode a little bit. No matter, this is human condition, right? Yes. So she says, um, I just like I was going back and forth. At first, I was like, just don't get too emotional, which is conditioning because you have Blake. Well, that's and this very is interesting. Gonna make it look like you still are in love with him or still have hurt feelings and right. aren't ready for Blake. I and guess... then she said, well, that's what, so Greg used that. He said, you're happy now. What's the fucking yeah, problem? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she said, I'm I still fucking now. angry. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I am oh, happy yeah, now. Yeah. And I'm angry for watching that back. You didn't fucking deserve to treat me like yeah. that. And I couldn't say that in the mean, in the, middle of it so i need that to get out and i was like okay I well totally, that is interesting 100 i think i agree off. with her too whatever you because me my instincts is the same it's like if 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 i was blake watching that i'm like oh my god like she still loves him but that's kind of humanity humanity isn't this black yes. and white thing oh, you can yeah. be both in love with blake totally. and also still have the totally. validated emotion of being angry 100 right i didn't like process. she gets a little petty thousand percent which See, I don't, again, I'm not even, I feel like you're even killing Greg a lot. Greg is still, a, I think, at his core, a good dude. I think well, that's he's what I'm saying. immature. I agree. That's why I don't like that she got petty yeah, about okay. the whole Meryl Streep actor Yeah, that's what he sees. Thing. That was funny. That was interesting. And I'm says, just. Dare I say, acting practice. All yeah, dramatic. Yeah, that's the, the pen, that's the pettiness I'm talking and about. And he is laughs like, at her, which is interesting. He's like openly, he's like, oh, acting, acting. How could you? Yeah, yeah, that was a little. And, and he's like, again, he's just getting slammed here. It was almost like a boxing match. It was just like body blows at Greg. Katie was like hitting him in the body. He's still not knocked out. He's not giving in. He's not doing it. Um, gaslighting comes up again. And again, there is a lot of talk where people are, and this is why there's no life in relationships. It's really not black and white. It's so hard. We think we know everything. Boom. It's so, we want. Gaslighting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We want. (laughs) Me? We want, like, we want things to be 100% certain. We want them to be. But life's just not like that. So this, I know it's like, what he did was not right. But it's so weird. I guess with, with my gaslighting, it was like, this is vulnerable, but it was like, I remember a girl, there was evidence that I cheated and I was like, why would you believe them over me was the gaslighting that I would do. And that to me is really, really bad. What Greg did was I think he was just so immature and he hadn't ever been in this situation yet. And I think he kind of panicked and did the reject and reject and he had a tantrum and it's very immature. None of it is like bad guy. None of it is like, none of it is like, no. master manipulator I, Kyle I agree I don't like when people are going to the extreme okay. there are some people I've been following that I haven't been able to listen to their yeah, their takes on read. him because it's felt a like lot of times in media too you have to have an extreme take yeah, nobody no, wants I, to hear I totally understand nobody wants to hear life is gray everyone wants to have a fucking 100% on this or that you're especially if you're in the correct. media but that that's I think when I had such a trouble with the whole conversation in general in the, from the beginning was like I'm seeing a very obviously hurt human. Was it too dramatic and is walking away from a partner like that and and not hearing from their side? Is that immature? And does that signal that maybe you're not ready for this type of commitment? Yes. Absolutely. 
And you just got some more learning to do. Like, yeah. this is going to be a great learning experience for him. Right. He's so young still. Like, right. and he has time to mature and learn from it. I don't like the extreme villainizing. Villain, yeah, villainizing and like you fucked up. There's no mercy. Like yeah. all of that. I I understand a lot of um, women were triggered by it who mm. have been abused. I and I, I think understand that's so common. if There's they so need to Greg's get really angry to set the boundary because men like that in the past mm-hmm. they haven't set the boundary. I I understand that. Yeah. Own that. Take Good accountability point. for that. And. I I am able to have room and space and compassion to see Greg's point of view as well. Yeah. No, I like what you said about a lot of women being triggered because I think there are a lot of Gregs out there who are good guys, who are great guys in the eyes of the woman, attractive, treats me well, does all this. And then all of a sudden it changes like, wait, you told me that you love me. You were this amazing Prince Charming kind of guy, but it turns out you're actually pretty immature because you've never had to go Dive deep. deep. Into yes. You. And so I think this is a great way to say like, uh, like in my, it's not my job to tell Greg he needs to get help and or anything. He doesn't have to. But I would have said something more of like, I can tell you don't see a problem with this. Yeah. And I, I, you don't have to. I guess my hope for you and for whoever you're gonna end up with in mm-hmm. the long Perfect. run, I really like ask that you take a deeper look at this yeah. because. I really don't think this is how I ever want to be treated, which makes me think I don't want another woman to be treated this way. Right. Like, I think you just have some stuff to look at. Yeah, I don't think I wrote Rather that, than your actor, manipulator, yeah, whatever. The vitriolic kind of yeah. boxing that was going on. I don't, I wrote down, I'm not sure if Greg is self-aware enough to even know what no, he thinks. No, 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 I'm not, not yet. I, uh, I want to hear from him now that social media has had such an opinion. I think he's probably had way more forced introspection yeah. than just on after the final rose. Yeah. I and think a lot of people do go the other way. They'd be like, ah, well, they don't know me. They also, know. I think he has enough of a team. Greg Ribbo girls following and is going to yeah. be fucking oh, crawled over at no the Jersey doubt. shore no that there's plenty of opportunity for him to, to never learn it. from this. Yeah, thousand percent. Again, he says, um, I think even Katie brings up like the actor, like you're just the cocky Jersey boy is what I've heard. You're a cocky Jersey boy. That's got everything he's ever wanted without working hard. And I'm like, very possible. (laughs) Totally possible. Absolutely. And it's just part of people's process. And it's like, just because he's not in the same page as where Katie is in his life, we shouldn't be villainizing him. And he's a good guy that just kind of got, you know, over his head. Like most of these people do that go on the show. Expect the worst. Yeah, totally. Um, They both, they very dramatically, passive aggressively, they, or at least she does that. I I wish nothing but the best for you. wish nothing but the best. (laughs) But I do. I wish best for both of them. Yep. Um, Greg, Greg is gone officially. We'll see you down the shore. Yeah. DTS. I wish he was on Paradise if I'm being honest. I think that would be interesting. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> maybe in a couple of years when, yeah. maybe next year when it's like worn off a bit. Yeah, I don't think he's got a chance at The Bachelor at, at this point. No. No. Goodbye to Grippa, St. Joe's alum. Goodbye to you. All right. So then we get the last scene Blake and Katie now. Yeah. Have anything else? We've <laughs> wrapped it all up at this point. I Wait, I thought it was funny. Blake came back. He's like, fuck you're right like he's like <laughs> yeah. damn like are, so are you okay though yeah um 
I don't know. It's so funny. My one bullet point is a little bit of a yucky ending. It's kind of making their relationship hard to believe following the Greg thing. And then there's a little romantic song gesture yeah, to they give didn't me say anything to get me the romantic, you know, the romance yep, that I, I need down. who's sitting on their couch at home on a Monday night. Like I wrote I was like, down something that right. I never wrote down before and probably never will again. I wrote down vom. and then i well okay so how about this last question for you okay how do you see katie and blake how much what do you give them do you give them the rest of their lives i wrote down i gave it a year that's what i said i think they'll break up after a year they're gonna give it their chance their egos are gonna be like everyone thinks we're not gonna make it we're gonna try this and then after a year they'll be like they all have all these opportunities open up and they'll be done within a year that's my guess (sighs) crickets i can literally hear them mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah take your time we got all the time in the world we need for this it's it's hard it's a hard one eight weeks this all happened in eight fucking weeks i can't like eight weeks ago that was <laughs> it's yesterday mm-hmm. i'm gonna say a year sounds about right yeah. And there's a stronger part of me that says, I think they can work it out. Yeah, I think there's a possibility for sure. I think, but I think it's going to be a long while until any kind of talk about marriage. Real marriage yeah. Yes. Yeah, I will be following healthy. along. Yeah, we'll see what's up. And I like both of them. Like we said, it's hard to believe. It there was amazing. a clue that Katie gave on her Instagram. It said, I'm in love. And there was a little bear symbol, mm. which then people found out, like you found out Honey that bear. his nickname was Honey Bear. Which is a great nickname for him. Amazing. Because he's like a sweet bear. He just he's a face. little sweet honey bear. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. All right. They're well, in love. They're in love. For now. I guess. So whatever that means. A uh, little disappointed overall in the season's finish. Yeah, I had a too. lot of good stuff uh, promised early on. I told, I think I said in one of the episodes, I was like, this has a chance to be in my favor. I don't, I can't say it is. It nope. just kind Let's of, see what Michelle has to offer. Boring. Yeah, but before that. Paradise. <laughs> I can't again I'm so embarrassed. David I'm Spade. Yeah. Lil fucking John, yeah, Lil John is gonna be Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. There's a I'm, lot of people too. I'm, there's so many people yeah. to begin with. There's yeah, the gals oh featured heavily in the, yep. in the promo. She's I crying, love. she's with Noah. You think you're gonna hear about her? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. Uh, again, uh, no no break for Love on the Brain. Train keeps moving. No, it's next week. I think I'm more excited. Week. It's going to be the, the show's, our podcast is only going to get better with this style of, uh, we're never, ready. we got two yeah, intense we, fucking seasons. It, and this is my final plea. You haven't listened this far if you're not into The Bachelor. <laughs> so I'm going to post it again, like on our Instagram but if you're not in The Bachelor, just watch Paradise. Do you yeah. think it's... Well, you I watched think, it when you didn't know people. Yes. But what I think, think people will watch one episode and be like, this is petty bullshit. And like, this is like a waste of my time. I think that's the major problem with... But then... Okay, I'm not going to rely I on other people more, enjoying what I enjoy. I'm right. just going to enjoy what I enjoy. Yeah. And tell them... It, it, what I like to say over and over and, and pound it into your ear holes is that <laughs> it's like an ice cream... You eat ice cream for dessert once in a while. You don't. Not every single thing has to be some kind of grand... Uh, healing or growing process Correct. and even though this part Can of watching be? the show helps me a little bit in <laughs> knowing what I want and what I would accept so I would say that you don't have to do that oh you just look at it like gosh. an ice cream sundae watch an episode and then make your decision Demi and how you feel Demi's people hate Demi too I and I'm so Demi. about it it's I'm just so for TV for she's television. 100% for TV yeah, and like always stuff. stirring the pot so we'll see who Thomas yeah, we'll see his to... character arc a post this is the first time ever a 
post or pre-bachelor or bachelorette is on Paradise. Crazy. With oh, Becca really? Kufrin. That's the first no time No one's ever. ever come on. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's pretty um, fascinating. So, yeah, we'll see a bunch of different guest hosts. We'll see. I know people in Paradise, they'll come in like midway. So we don't know all the people who are going to be no, on it yet. No. You can never know. That'll be fun New to New people come in every it week. Out. It happens quick. That's what I remember from the last season, too. There's only like six or seven episodes, if I remember. So oh, really? we'll be coming at you well, fast yeah, and furious. Michelle's is like the fall. But... Yeah, we're going to have to. I don't know if Woo! we'll get through Michelle's. We're going to have to take a break. We might have to take a break. Before the next Bachelor. But, but uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see how it rolls. Yeah. We'll see. I, I never say never. But, all right. We have any last words on this uh, episode, season two of Love and the Brain and season 17 of The Bachelorette. Wow, wow. Katie, it's done, yeah. yeah. I had a good time. I, I enjoyed getting to know Katie and I, I loved I really her. Loved I would it. love to yeah. date Katie. I liked it. Even after all this, I would be lucky to by to the end of Matt's season I was like good god yes. but this one I was I was I wish it just had a better ending it yeah, just was yeah. so it was, it was little... stripped from us so yeah. it was kind of boring but it yeah. wasn't like I definitely wanted Katie to work out I just wanted you know maybe a little more drama would have been nice but hey listen we got enough we had enough to to, to, to break down we, we have enough coming up yeah I had a great time all right great awesome thanks for joining us all listeners so without further ado Jamie last words which I know you love doing of the season I do Thank you.